It is Friday. Haha, <laughs> as the as the older folks say, all day long. Ooh. Uh April twenty eighth. Yes, that's a declarative statement, not a question. Uh twenty twenty three. What is going on? I'm Ron Burgundy. Um Well, you know, part of uh part of wife's quest of self discovery is uh deconstructing and questioning who what we've been told. So <laughs> I'm sure that was a subplot. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. That was the truth behind. Uh, actually, at one of our mutual friends' meetups where we met, there was the, uh, I forget his name, but the DP for uh, Anchorman was telling the story of Afternoon Delight. And it was just, they decided to do it on a whim. That was... Uh, that was a pretty awesome story time. I'm sure Steven Crowder would have enjoyed it if he wasn't too busy being a complete and total Nazi fuck to his wife. Do you know who that guy is? Uh, I do, because I just Googled him as you were saying that. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in a current extortion war with Candace Owens, I see that. Right, right. Um, Sounds about right. Just some Nazis being Nazis, that's all. Oh, is this the guy that brags about having no education and just making stuff up? Well, I... Oh, yeah, this is... I think this is who I'm thinking of, where he's... Yeah, very proud that he's a grotesquely ignorant person. Right. He wears it as a badge of honor. And yes, I think... Conservatives I, are, on some level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some of them are, you know... Pretending, you know, faking, faking the whole thing and, uh, pretend, you know, uh, Cruz and DeSantis, you know, they go to fancy Ivy League schools for, you know, their JDs and all this. And they come back and pretend to just be a regular person like you and not just little old doot, doot, doot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I think this is who I'm thinking. Well, maybe it's, there's another guy who I'm thinking of. Uh, who, uh, maybe this isn't the guy I'm thinking of. There's another guy. This guy looks like he shoots a lot of steroids. Steven Crowder. Oh, I thought you were talking about Joe Rogan. No, Joe's, Joe's not a conservative. Um, he's had uh, a lot of I'm steroids. Looking, Well, I don't think he took a lot of steroids, um, but I think a lot is is a, is actually a lot. I think people that randomly take steroids or professional athletes. I'm not. I'm not. Well, you ever have you ever thought about? And I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. Um, uh, you know, people always, especially I. You know, I feel like I was. Getting out of high school during the uh, it was Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa that home run derby thing, or home run competition, and then all that you know this congressional steroid trial and all this, and uh, and they kept using this line about, um, well, and I guess people do it all the time now too, but especially that's just the first time I really remember hearing it drilled into the public uh culture but it was the uh well it gives people an unfair advantage you know and they were going on about this and and uh, uh and then i at some point probably at the same time that kind of sowed the seeds in my mind about well list me all the fair advantages if unfair advantages are bad, tell me about the fair advantages that you think are fine to that people, you know, otherize people with or the people achieve, you know, what's what what are these fair advantages? You know, if people's body naturally makes more HGH versus other people, that's fair versus if right. You know what I'm saying? So like what constitutes uh uh 
if an unfair advantage is cheating, show me all the fair advantages that are that are not cheating. Just naturally so. being a winner of the genetic lottery who seems to uh, somehow matter. Um, I mean, it does. You know, I, I want to play in the NBA, but it just isn't going to happen. I think mentally I could do it. I understand the game. Uh, for my physical abilities, I feel like I maximized myself on the basketball court. But, uh, you know, the the one-and-a-half-inch vertical and other lacking areas of physicality. Hold on, that's that's going on my T-shirt list, the one-and-a-half-inch vertical. Well, I mean, it used to be a thing, the two-inch vertical, but uh, so so it's not quite unique. I just had to cut it by 25%. But still, you know, um, we talk about transgender people in sports. Some of us are simply excluded from sports for whatever reason. And you talk about unfair advantages and things of that nature. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't look at it any differently. I, I have absolutely nothing uh, against anyone who faces identity uh, variances or, or whatever. People are born the way they're born. I truly believe that a vast majority of uh, sexual identification you're born with, if you're gay or, or whatever, you know, that's just how you are, and that's cool. But I can't play in the NBA. I can't. I would never make the swim team. I would never make any, you know, real competitive level of of sports and and things of that nature. I don't know. What are you, your views on transgender and are you entitled to bank, to make the team? That's what it boils down to me. Well, I don't think anybody's entitled to make the team. Uh, and I don't care about, uh, I think my concern about, transgender is that other people who don't want to engage in an intellectual debate about it would uh, use it as a way to try to attack or otherize people. Um, uh, usually that's a whole argument where I see people that want to, if that's the hill they want to die on, it's because they want to pat themselves on the back in front of other people and try to, you know, scream about how great they are and that they're a pure this and, you know, um, uh, I would, I think I would be uh, dishonest as a person who's always said that, you know, you're, you should, you know, the life is a, is a journey of discovery and that you, you know, a, a goal with it is to, 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 be after seeking out your true authentic self. I think obviously it would be a disingenuous statement if suddenly I said, well, I'm against blah, 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 when, you know, we're all on different paths of discovery. Um, you know, it's not me. It's not thoughts I've ever had. It's not questions I've ever had, you know, uh, about myself. But obviously, just because I never experienced something firsthand doesn't mean it doesn't exist or that it's not relevant or not an authentic series of right series of feelings. Um, um, but also, and I don't think it's a, it's a libertarian streak or a conservative streak, but I want to support people's right to autonomy, but I don't want to sit around and, you know, I don't necessarily have here to have time to sit around and hear 
their whole story. I think, you know, and I don't know if it sounds selfish or I don't care if it sounds selfish, but I, you know, I'm, if I'm going to, because I believe in people's right to have bodily autonomy over themselves uh, and their right to be complete people. I do not. Uh, and I, and I, and I go out of my way, you know, to the point that it's probably uh, hurt me. Uh, the, the stances I've taken before in favor of people's right to have autonomy over their bodies and over their lives the retaliation from, you know, hyperbolic uh, right-wing people and people who claim to be on the left uh, who I would just say maybe were outed as being a little bit more performative in their, in their uh, claims of belief. Um, but uh but I, you know, I just, I, if, you know, well, you know, I, I get it. I mean, I can understand how if people think that me, I can understand how there are people who would think that uh, something along the lines of, well, if you don't want to hear every aspect of my life journey, then you don't really believe in blah, blah, blah. Like I right. get that people think that, but I don't. If, if I have poor knowledge of your pronouns, I will gladly use them. If I don't, uh, and you get upset about it, there is going to be a, uh, a certain phraseology that comes into play that includes things they can do themselves, whichever form of sexual pleasure they take. Uh, you know, I mean... Seriously, no, the environment we live in, uh, while changing is still forming, it's still in development and I'm all for it, but, I, nobody's perfect. And, uh, if a stranger is a stranger to me, I mean, not to go all Neil Peart on you, but I can't believe a stranger is a long awaited friend. And, uh, yeah, so I'm there for you if you're in my life. I'm there for you as a concept, but there is just a limited amount of energy and, uh, frankly, interest um, on on a big picture scale. If somehow our paths cross and we become friends and that's a whole nother thing. And as a concept, I support just about everything. Uh, you know, it, it, it's funny how scared conservatives are of people wearing a dress and molesting their children of men wearing a dress and molesting their children. When, in mass, they drive their children to church where people are wearing dresses and molesting their children. Uh, it it has nothing to do with reality. It's only perception. And clearly, I just nailed what it is to be a conservative. But you, you may have to add... Well, I think what you na- I, I would say life. you nailed... Yeah, well, I'd say you nailed what, you know, in that certainly that sect of, of the fraudulently, you know, the MAGA evangelical right, na- yep. you know, white nationalist movement. Um, but, uh, but I think that's, that's where you get the, the, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it, it used to frustrate me. I can't take it seriously now because they're not serious people. I mean, somehow they, they, they get paid too much in jobs they probably shouldn't have. But, but you know, the people that subscribe to, uh, you know, the white nationalist uh, philosophy, you know, um, but the, 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 similar to what you mentioned, I mean, I think Certainly, certainly they, they love wearing some robes and in, uh, in different churches. And I don't give a shit about that. I mean, it's that aspect of it's performance theater 
you know, I mean, obviously I appreciate people that have a belief system, but when they weaponize it for hatred, obviously that's not acceptable from a, you know, from a person with reasonable intelligence, but obviously when you're, Religion tells you not to not to expand your intellectual process and to literally have the faith of a child, um, you know, which is which is undeveloped. And I think they mistake that for being pure. Uh, but uh, but the the and I'm going to walk across the pirate ship while we while I say this. Um, the uh, the issue of oh you know the finger quotes, we're scared, them people's going, you know, blah, 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 there. Children, um, which, number one, children play dress up all the time. Number two, when children are uh, idolizing athletes and astronauts and police officers and military people and all this, and watching movies and doing all this, and reading books, uh, you know, that's, that's playing dress up. And, um, you know, uh, the same thing with uh, the whole thing with, uh, with Matt Gates and whatnot, uh, you know, that some girl didn't tell him uh, his age, which obviously you, sh- you need to you need to know what you're doing uh, and who you're with. Oh, there, there, there is no point in time do I think that man didn't know exactly what was going on. Well, I, well, I think it's a multiple point issue. And obviously, I he probably did, but also in the same thing when we talked about, you know, when they put that bill down the other week about uh, in the you know the uh, disproportional reaction to the drag show at Forsyth Tech, uh, that if people were genuinely concerned about, uh, and let me look this up because I don't want to say something that's factually uh, incorrect if I can uh, avoid doing it. Uh, Okay. Uh, well, see, uh, in let me look at this. Okay. Well, it's okay. So in Florida, and uh, and again, for the for for people listening, uh, no one's no one's uh, condoning or accepting horrific behavior or things that are against the law. Um. Um. Certainly not with minors, but the thing we were mentioning the other day about the North Carolina legislation that Representative uh, Zinger and Representative uh, Lambeth had put down about wanting to consider uh, drag performances uh, a sex act and, you know, make the first one, I think, a class two misdemeanor and then the second time a felony uh, that they said it was for protecting, you know, protecting minors or this or whatever. Well, if they really want to protect minors, they would raise the, raise the age of consent to 18. So in Florida, so right, so right now it's 16. So in the age of Florida, um, per, which you think they would just give a straight answer here and not make it. Um, so So on multiple websites on here, so Florida, Yes. And it's, I mean, it's not funny they call it this, but I think, I don't think they, I mean, I guess it makes sense states that they'll have Romeo and Juliet laws, you know, for people under the age of 18. But then every time I see where states people talk about, and I think that was a point in one of the Transformers movies uh, where Mark Wahlberg's daughter was dating this guy and they had like a card in the wallet about Romeo and Juliet laws, which made me think they were going to do a double suicide later in the film. But anyway, <laughs> uh, so North, you know, if North Carolina, if you're concerned about minors, rage the age of consent to eighteen. Uh, but in Florida, they do say that it's uh, sixteen or so. Basically, it's sixteen because they make a point about saying sixteen or seventeen. And so in Florida, it's legal if you're under twenty-four years old. To have sex with a 16 or 17 year old obviously matt gates was older than 24 at the time but anyway but getting back to to that the same people that are saying they were concerned you know when when the legislature went out of their way to try to tank uh and legit 
you know, shit can the North Carolina uh, economy and, you know, make us all look like rubes um, for the business community, the international business community uh, with HB2 stuff. Uh, and everybody wants to blame Pat McCrory. And obviously he needed to take a little bit more accountability. But Pat McCrory was a powerless governor. He had no control over what was happening. Phil Berger uh, ran the Senate, the North Carolina Senate, and had all the power. So if you want to blame the person, absolutely, Pat McCrory should have stood up and stood up against his own party because he was probably going to lose anyway, and he did. Um, but, uh, but Phil Berger is the one to blame. North Carolina... I will gladly throw in blame for that uh, particular yeah. individual. But but to to get back to that, so they killed did everything to kill our economy and make us look like we fornicate with animals. Um, per well, I guess that's it, their their Old Testament way of doing things. But so, uh, but anyway, all the same people that were screaming about protecting children, da da da, were the same people that wanted to bring auto, you know, a, a weapon, you know, assault style weapons into the church and then check people's underwear before people went in the bathrooms because they thought that was what God wanted them to do. So again, to, to your point that this, this, this myth about we're protecting children. They're the, they're, they through knowledgeable intent or not end up being some of the most aggressive predators in the, in the, in the arena. So yeah, they they are just tacking on God to justify why they are the way they are. Well, and the same thing that people think that Christianity became a dominant religion in the world, and later Islam to the same point because people loved the message. It's because no, you killed everybody else. Yeah, you know the uh, the Spanish Inquisition, uh, unexpected as it may have been, certainly did it did its thing you know i i'm looking here uh, a lot of people like to bitch about cursive not being taught in school and uh i don't know I, i'm either way with it i mean technologies die and cursive is a form of technology and it just becomes obsolete but now i'm seeing a real compelling reason to do away with it if your name is Kurt, spelt C-U-R-T. Because in cursive, that R looks a lot like an N. And this poor guy who got his work shirts in, I'm seeing a picture on Reddit, it, uh, mm. it's not going to bode well for him in its current form. I'm, I'm really a big fan of block letters for Mr. Kurt. At this time, is Kurt a, is Kurt a ratty guy? Oh, it just shows his work shirt. I I don't see uh, I don't see any blonde hair, or uh, I don't know if he was an, an uh, if he was an uh, 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 a sneaky intellectual because you make him sound like he's a cunning runt. <laughs> well, uh, we'll have to see you next Tuesday. Yeah. To know for sure. Yeah, speaking of C units, sorry, I was having flashbacks to some militantly angry uh, lady folk I used to used to have to be around for several years, projecting their projecting their anger, projecting their self hatred, yes, and yes. Uh, the wrong people. But uh, I need to go ahead and say something for a moment. I need to greet my wife. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's uh look at the world here. The uh Yeah, I don't know. Hey, heads up, friends. Um do, do, do. Yeah, all right. You know, when it, all right. It's that uh it's morning time and people get up and go to work, but sometimes they do a podcast before they go to work. 
Sometimes they do. Not everybody, though, but they should because it's badass. It's badass. But yeah, we're uh, we're on Alexa. You can say Alexa, play the No, it isn't podcast, and you can uh, you can go on Amazon. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the one that sends you things or the really wet one that that goes through the jungle. But if you find a seashell in the wet one and put it to your ear, I'm pretty sure you can hear, ha ha! I think so. I, uh... Oh, but could you imagine, too, like, talk about seashells and uh, technology and Alexa and cursive going out of style. It's always so funny to me. Well, number one, and maybe it's because I just loved history growing up and, and, and one that I'm still fascinated, you know, to hear stories and firsthand accounts from people who were, <clears throat> you know, alive at different periods. Um, and one reason I'm, I'm you know, so, so fascinated, like with youth engagement, because I, I'm just like, well, what's, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, in some ways, finger quotes, it's always the same, but there's with new technology, new fashion, new trends, new ideas, new thought processes, social structure, like, you know, it just fascinates me to pieces. And, uh, and, uh, well, and it's hard. And I, and, and it's, I wouldn't say I feel like a snob sometimes, but, uh, but I just really, I'm, I just can't wrap my brain around. I mean, I try because I try to be empathetic and understanding. But like people who just want to stick their heads up their ass and live in the past uh, and, and, and that, that don't, un, you know, or I can understand if you appreciate certain things. Like I love Saved by the Bell and the West Wing and not, you know, and some people think it's nonsense and other people, you know, popcorn or whatever. And other people find cultural nuances in it. But I, you know, and maybe I'm just, I try to find a connectivity between me and people I disagree with when I see people that, love the Andy Griffith show and maybe maybe to me the West Wing even though it feels as relevant as ever and the conversation topics for better or worse are still the same and a similar thing to say by the bell but for some reason generationally I separate uh, um, that I feel like people that are into the Andy Griffith show that it's them wanting to live in a culture that is uh, not diverse and I mean, it's one thing if you like the show, but when I see some of the people that really, really cling to watching it the whole time, um, that it just seems like it's a manifestation of their uh, desire to live in a world where people only look like them. Well, let me um, ask you a question, man. Yeah. Are you incapable of enjoying new things? Uh, no, I'm totally capable of enjoying new things, but, See, that, and I don't know. That's the difference to me. It, it, the people that cling to only the things that were going on before they were about to die. You know, I would hate to see great talent and great, uh, production and, and great art fall to the wayside just due to time. Andy Griffith is a fine example of a wonderful television show. There's nothing wrong with enjoying what you experienced while you were growing up. It's the whole concept of things were better when I was a kid. No, no. It is simply you're terrified of dying and you're clinging to your youth. So I would want you to not even bother to worry about nostalgia. Because, man, there's one thing I miss in life. It's nostalgia. Uh, there's a t-shirt for you. Well, but, well yeah, ahead, yeah. I mean, that's the difference, you know. The West Wing was, wasn't a great show to you now because it was something from the past. It's a great show to you because, in your opinion, it's a great show. One that I share, by the way. 
Thank you. Thank you. Well, I, and I would also say like for me, uh, and I wouldn't say it's a thing that I'm proud of myself, but it's just an observation that I feel like I made very early in my life from all the media that I would consume because I was a media obsessed person when I was younger was I was aware that part of the reason I like something is because I identify with certain characters. And I was fascinated by the idea that as I went on my journey through life and I had expanded experiences, I would start to identify with uh, other characters in the program and develop a, and hopefully that would help me identify with that. And observations I would make with those characters would help me develop a greater sense of empathy and understanding for other people I would encounter in life. Uh, and I would definitely say, I, I saw an episode of The West Wing the other day that I'd seen, you know, I mean, I've, it's probably my 20th time doing a full series rewatch. rewatch. Word. Um, and it was this episode I've seen probably 50 times just in general because the cold weather episodes like around the holidays always you know especially during the holidays give me give me like when i watch a christmas carol or you know the george c scott version i mean i don't dislike the other ones but that's my jam is the george c scott version but but anyway this one thing happened with this character which we can discuss off air but i've seen this 50 times but just about where i am in life and one character had a situation on the show uh and and i don't think i cried like full out but the shame and embarrassment and, and humiliation this character felt about what they'd accidentally done um or or uh, kind of fell in a hole like suddenly as a person who'd actively made changes in their life for certain things like just hit me in a way that never in my life have ever it with within this in this kind of this character and this thing had happened before and it was uh just a just a very odd thing but i never but i'm but also there i'm i'm curious also about media content that might be cultural touchstones for people that i never got into because they were like hypey I wouldn't call them trash shows because obviously they were monumental in people's lives and blah, you know, but like, um, and I'm sure they produced a lot of people that have gone on to really popular things, but I think I've seen five minutes of, uh, was there a show called gossip girl? Yeah. Okay. I've seen five minutes of that. Cause I used to hang out with a girl who that was, her you know whenever that show was out in the in the aughts the early to mid aughts or whenever it was she was like at an age when you would watch it like high school and college and the you know whenever or the oc i've never voluntarily watched the oc i've only volunteer i've only seen one episode of seinfeld all the way through that i was like by myself and the tv was on and i chose to watch you know what i mean like i've probably have seen two episodes of friends i just never got into those things just never seem relevant to my life. I mean, I like Seinfeld seems more relevant because, you know, like single people hanging out with their friends and, you know, hilarity and awkwardness ensues. Like that makes sense now. Um, but, uh, but, the, but the same thing with technology and like the telephone, you know, like Downton, I always loved Downton Abbey, which I didn't think I would, but then I saw an episode and I was hooked. But I feel yep. like the same way that people need the same thing you were talking about. Um, but it's just with things that are relevant to people's lives and discarding other things. And especially as new technologies emerge and older technologies fade out. Um, there was some plot point on Dale Abbey about what you mean? There'll be a telephone in this house, you know? And so they got right. telephones in there and older people were freaked the fuck out like freaked out like the same way people now talk about uh government intrusion with cameras in public and your computer spying on you and all this kind TikTok. of stuff 100 percent. and on the show it was and this is before all that kind of really became uh prevalent in, in discussion points 
it was the telephone that people are invading your house. People are invading your personal space. And, you know, that it was contextually for them. I mean, it would be, they treated it the way, and this is several years ago, obviously, the way people perceive that AI is intrusive now. Um, but it's just, you know, so, so again, and to get back to the economic thing that we talk, we, we obviously talk about frequently when people, older folks, boomers in particular, shit on people who are, uh, content creators or social media people or with platforms, the economy changes. People have to, especially regarding boomers, younger people have to create new economies and create new jobs because boomers won't retire to free up the jobs. You know, when people used to be 30, 35 year old vice senior vice presidents at, at you know, Reynolds America or whatever, those jobs don't exist anymore. And they say, well, duh, duh, duh. well, you've been in the same job. So you're a 75, 80 year old person still in this job. That job doesn't exist for somebody who's younger until you die or retire. So either retire or die, you know, to free up the job, not telling people to die, but you know what I'm saying? Um, so people have to create jobs when jobs don't exist. So I, if older people were serious about their disdain or their frustration or confusion, they would retire, but they won't. So they're not serious about it. Well, I am, uh, if I'm not older, which clearly I am, I'm approaching it. And if there are mechanisms that allow me to get out of the way, Man, I'll mm -hmm. do it in a minute and move on to uh, derping throughout life, doing fun things. Uh, I just don't know that that's an option, but for very few people, the way our economy is designed is to milk everyone out of every spare penny they possibly have. Um. I wonder, though, going back to the telephone uh, and they freaking out because it's an invasion, when mail became a thing, did people freak out that on the same level that you could be delivered mail? What, what's the threshold there? What level of, of, of the, <clears throat> it sounds like a time frame thing, you know? The phone was instant access if you picked up the phone. Maybe that's a skit we can do. Yeah, they're called sketches. Skits are for children. Um, I think it <laughs> probably was. I think it probably was. Um, but I, but I, it's fascinating too. But also, part of the other problem, and it's so. Well, I hate I hate using the word weird because it's not weird. It's a natural evolution of cultural engagement. Um, the you know that. People, which again, this <laughs> shit boomers don't understand. Um, not all of them, but enough of them that they try to ruin everybody else's life. Um, hold on, hold on. Skit. Yeah. A short comedy sketch or piece of humorous writing, especially a parody. Don't make me go Conan O'Brien on you. Well, as long as you don't put on a bear a, a bear suit and a diaper, I think we'll be fine. Um, oh, hold on, I need to go change. All right, all right. Uh, oh God, you know what? I can't believe. Um, not to give anything away about Jesus? this. What's that? Jesus. Well, if people were serious about it, they'd, they'd, they'd uh, share it with everybody and not kill people who didn't say thank you and accept it. Um, uh, that, and maybe it's because people, people realize they can't win these lawsuits, but, I, well, I guess it was Larry Flint that won that case against, uh, God, I don't even know who it was, but I'm not going to Google Larry Flint right now because obviously... Um, uh, who was it? Was was it Jerry Falwell? You know, where basically uh, he did the pair. He did he he did something that was parody or a skit. But that's a problem now. And hyperbolic right wing 
kill them first, let God sort them out America, that people don't have any perception, which might just be all the processed foods that have rotted their brains out, um, that they there's no, or they're conditioned to not be smart, but there's no uh, functional understanding of um, parity and uh, that if you try to engage in parity, uh, the uh, people's excuses, they talking shit. Well, it's parody. And if you were smarter, you would know it's that. And it's not, I talking shit. It's, you know, but obviously that would be like telling some, you know, that literally the most insulting thing you'd say to somebody like that is go read a book. Cause that would confuse them more than anything. Partially the reading part and partially but that's again, I mean, people think I'm kidding and I'm not trying to, well, maybe I am inadvertently trying to show on those people, but I don't have to because they're shitting on themselves. But, but that's the other problem. Like people, and that's my other concern in the same way you mentioned thing about cursive writing. That's half my concern about, uh, and, and all these lunatics who are like defund the department of education, the same, you know, if no fund it. Teach people, you know, literacy is important. We have a problem with literacy, but it extends to emotional literacy. It extends to the literacy and functional mental capacity and understanding and, and empathy and sympathy beyond empathy. Because, I mean, I, I'm an empath and I can't help and it frustrates the shit out of me that people who are terrible people, I can, you know, like fucking... Spock's brother in Star Trek Five, I can feel their pain, and I don't want to. But you know, but I, so I have this understanding about when they're doing horrible things. I can understand. Oh, well, the, how do how do other people not feel the pain and self hatred radiating, radiating off this person? That their self defense mechanisms because they don't have any proactive way to, you know, resolve it, manifest itself in their in their bigotry and, and acting out in violence. But but literacy. Literacy is a, or the lack of literacy is a problem. Uh, and I think, if, again, because, you know, right wing people hate education, which is frustrating. Because um, education would be the silver bullet to fix their anger and frustration, but obviously they're, they're against it. Um, do you ever, I don't understand. I mean, I, I mean, I get it and I understand it, but how, you know, like when people were doing, like I completely understand the idea of we don't know enough about this vaccine. Like I completely understand that mindset. But if you were a medical professional, if you had a degree and you were a nurse or you were this, how are you allowed to keep your job if you're actively engaged in not doing your job? Well, I can assure you, you that there, that were, there were plenty, plenty of those, of those individuals, individuals that uh ignored their education in that regard i can't answer your question which well i can because we're already short-staffed enough and uh that would eliminate a fairly large percentage of them but that's I get that, but that's almost, I mean, again, this is what I always, I just shake my head because people are too stupid to, well, don't let me finish that sentence. Uh, yeah. I, I, the same people, again, wrestling has turned into cosplay now, but back in the day when it was not a cosplay situation, the people that would still show, which I always, I can't, you know, people, hyperbolic right-wing people that, want to use the whole wrestling fight da, 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 when their whole life is built around, you know, a predetermined outcome. Which so, group is saying that wrestling is real? Because I know who it was back in the day. Before well, as somebody, well as somebody known. who's bled and sweat and drawn audiences and, and I've never met anybody who's been in the ring. I mean, everybody I've ever met who said, well, that's a bunch of fake ass shit, and then you go to show them something. Well, I'm all sue you. Don't you touch me. Well, grow up. If if it's fake, that's the thing that I always laughed about when people in the audience would try to talk shit or get in a fight, and then you you 
uh, and they'd say, I'm going to sue you. Well, you just said it was fake. You're going to sue me for engaging in fakeness. You know, if your if your eye gets popped out of your socket or your teeth get knocked out, you're going to sue me and right. say they did this. Well, no, you just said it was fake. So my defense is you screamed for three hours saying it was fake. Obviously, your teeth falling you out. You must have done that to yourself or it's not real. Or my understanding of it being fake was always about the performance that they're not really mad at each other, that they're not really. You know, it was like a bar fight in there, but it's so well choreographed. I don't know. I always understood it being fake was that, you know, it's theater. Well, and but that's my was, question is that what, well, people tell me what, tell me what real is. Difference. Right. But as a and, person and, who, uh, who was in the business for a number of years, tell what, what is finger quotes real? Yeah. I mean, guess what? Iron Man is fake. You well, I'm not know, saying that, but, what, what, when people, but when people say, well, it's a, you have a predetermined finish. Well, nobody said it was a shoot fight. They said it was a, it was a, it was a, so again, I think the problem, again, with literacy and intellectual literacy and emotional literacy, uh, I've never seen any, like, again, you know, I remember one night in a, in a smaller venue uh, getting, getting backstage. And, uh, you know, I spent five minutes pulling thumbtacks out of, uh, out of, uh, my buddy's back. You know, I always, right. I always laugh my ass off when they'd say, that's real blood. Well, you said it was fake. What are you talking about? You, you know, yeah, you, I just you, never, you, you from my perspective, I never looked at wrestling as anything short of amazing performances. And, uh, and looked at the people, and that's the point I'm making. It was your typical conservative that insisted that all of it was 100% real and that when you slam a chair into somebody, it wasn't done with incredible art and precision. They thought it was a bar fight. Oh, well, no, trust me. There, there's If you hit somebody on the flat of the back, you can hit them just about as hard as you want. Um, yeah. Uh, and obviously nobody has time, but I guess that's my other thing is I don't think it has to do with, but I'd say anything that's your belief system, I would line it up with what, what is finger quotes real? Your, your sins were wiped away by the blood of the lamb. Okay. What is, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So your so, perspective no, I would... is, is that, that I don't, I don't know, uh, you're looking at it from deeply inside the process, and you see how much discipline and, and art goes into performing at that level. And I, would, I can definitely see you being like, what do you mean it isn't real? But I don't know anyone that thought of it that, you know, it's, it's interesting in the fact that I don't think anybody really that calls wrestling real and is into it, they think of it as uh, actual reality of how people behave. To me, it was always a soap opera. You know. Well, I think it's 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 it try to tries to do that now, but I think, but it was like the same thing. And again, I'm sure there's people that are not going to understand this because some people just choose not to understand things. But uh, it's professional wrestling. I mean, I think, yeah, and people have to understand the 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 history of, you know, when. Carl Gotch and all these guys were doing what we would describe as more of a shoot fight uh, 120 years ago, uh, or Stanislavski Zabisco, Stanislav Zabisco. People don't have time to sit there. I mean, they did back then for four hours and watch one match. 
where somebody would have a leg lock or a sleeper hold until, you know, for 45 minutes waiting to. Oh, to, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you're when you're working multiple towns, driving 300 miles a night, you know, or whatever it is. The adjustment to a revenue stream and then turning it into an entertainment business is more beneficial for everybody involved, and you can't make but money guys, with somebody. Yeah, you guys hung out afterwards. Y'all, y'all went and ate dinner afterwards. Y'all, I mean, I'm sure there were people that didn't like each other, but uh, it wasn't like it wasn't a troupe of performers. Am I right? Say it was or was not like a troop. It was a troop of performers. Well, we were performers, and there was a locker room full of them. So I think by default, uh, it would yeah, be. Y'all traveled time. together. It, it was an organized group of people. Well, and that's what I'm saying is it would have to be an organized group of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not an embarrassment or a outing the business to say it's an organized group of people. But I think when people say their nonsense fallacies about, oh, it's fake, oh, it's this, that's when you have to, you got you to gotta leave them, you have to teach them a lesson that might involve uh, physical engagement. You know, um, I've ne- again, I've never met anybody, you know, and all these fucking cowards who are like, well, I'm going to sue you. For what? You just said it was fake. How is it going? You know, don't you drop me on my head? Don't you, you know, or all this? Well, you just said it was fake. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Oh, well, so well, you, it's going to be real when you do it. Then no, no, no. You just said it was fake. It's either off. You know, it's not a. So your point of contention is the people that are saying you're not really getting hit with a chair that it really wasn't forced behind it. You know, and I've. And it's interesting. Again, it's interesting because being on the other side of that is always being a viewer. Mm-hmm. I always looked at the, it being fake was never the physicality of it, but the performance. Well, yeah, but that, I guess uh, that's my that interests ahead. me. Well, no, but yeah, I, that's that my point. Me. Is 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 what's fake about a performance? If it's if what's you well, know what I'm saying? That's like saying we go, go back. Ahead. We go back to the the typical viewer and their ability to be rational aka conservatives well but that would i would get back i would say that the typical viewer is someone who enjoys it and it's not um i think you or i because we live in the southeastern united states uh may uh may 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 have a certain view about people or the people that show up at fan fests um and again but it's but it's but again it's not everybody and i think if we but that's like if we said if you showed up at uh 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 a local theatrical performance or if, okay so we went to we went to uh uh a film I won't call it a film festival, but you, but you and I, and your lovely wife, and a, you know seventy other people went to a a film uh, thing a few uh, you know a couple months ago, right? Yeah. If somebody jumped up and down during the film thing and said, "What a bunch of fake ass shit! What a bunch of phonies!" That person would look like a lunatic, right? Indeed, and so I—that's the same way I feel about that, and this whole thing about chairs. Like I've never met anybody who's been hit with a chair who's who said, "Oh wow, you didn't touch me at all with that chair." But I think you can also hit people with chairs and not hurt them. Uh, yes, but I would, but I, you know, I remember there was a dude one time who was, or people. I've had this conversation most of my adult life. Um, uh, who would say, uh, well, the same people who would say, that's violence, that's this. But then it's like, well, you just said it was fake. So how can it fake violence? Do you want me to show you all your goddamn DVDs and video games that your kids are playing? And you're going to tell me that that's, you're telling me, you know, it's, it's, it's not authentic. I mean, 
again and again, I s swear to whoever, the amount of people that do that, but then they hang their hat and they pledge their allegiance and they, and they say that they're forgiven through, a, through, you know, what historically, you know, I mean, in the Bible and other things has been described as a, as a public execution where somebody had nails driven through their wrists and you don't think that exemplifies violence? You know, that's, that's nonsense, you know, nonsense. But I think it's, as per my experience, uh, the big, the loudest voices about that were always people who were just jealous because they weren't in shape. They couldn't do whatever. Um, I mean, I remember having, I mean, people used to try to shit talk after shows or doing the thing. Uh, you know, meanwhile, their girlfriends and wives are trying to slide to their phone numbers. You know, it's not a, um, but I, you know, I remember we were, I used to do shows. And uh, you nailed it. You nailed yeah. it right there. The people yeah. that are giving you crap about all that are just the wannabes. And that's their, their trope. That's their angle to, uh, to, to use you uh, to degrade your abilities because they, they think they're better than you. And that's why they're, they're saying these things. Well, it reminds me, I mean, famously, uh, and I'm still, I think my legs have finally, 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 uh, I've hydrated enough that after those squats the other day, I can walk and not like think I'm going to fall over. But, you know, it's How a famous. How many did you do again? Uh, I only did 80, but I, I haven't done squats. I only did 80. Well, I mean, you know, because I, I, funny, funny, funnily, is that even a word? It is now. Uh, for the purposes of this show moving forward, funnily is a word if it's not been used outside of this, and, this and context. There's, there's multiple uses, too, you know, if you're trying to get liquid from one place to another. Right, which is always what I think when, I, when that word pops into my mind. But, um, but, but it is kind of that thing, you know, that famously Ric Flair used to say on TV, um, you know, Ladies, we're going to be at the Marriott, 18 to 28, no husbands, no boyfriends, and then they'd all show up. Well, right. I mean, super fit men being uh, extra macho, no, there's no draw there. Well, or just having fun or, be, you know, being, uh, being successful enough. I mean, and it's not necessarily a financial thing, you know. I mean, obviously, you can uh, it just at some point make a choice in your life about being happy in your situation. But, um, um, but no, I never met, I, you know, and it always used to kill me. I know, like, that one night I was thinking of uh, pulling thumbtacks out, and I was bleeding everywhere and, and uh, out of my body, and... Uh, um, but I remember one night in Knoxville, no, Johnson City, Tennessee. Sorry, Johnson, Tennessee. And um, my first time seeing, I wasn't in this match, but it was a, it was a barbed wire match. And, uh, but it's, you know, and just watching, you know, and, they, and like what they didn't wrap the barbed wire around the ropes. They just took down the ring ropes and just put up barbed wire. So if they shot oh. somebody into the ropes, there were no ropes there anymore. It was just barbed wire. So you wouldn't bounce off it you know, to come back for a clothesline or a spine buster or anything. And, and, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, but again, all the people that would wet their pants, but, oh, if I, da, 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 none of those people, they'd all cry. They'd all shrivel up and die. You know, I mean, if you look at them the wrong way, they'll shrivel up and die, which surprising. They're still around to, to complain. Speaking of, Complainers, old putting putting Ron DeSantis there on the uh, TV, complaining to Israel that the Disney lawsuit has no merit. I'm surprised he's wearing a blue tie in Israel, considering how much he likes uh, you know bent uh, bent symbols. Um, <laughs> no doubt. I'm watching a video of a woman gets out of the car to argue with her husband while inside a tiger safari. And uh, it's very predictable what happens. This tiger just comes up and snatches her and drags her away. That uh, well, That's one I way guess, to win an argument. I guess his plan worked, yeah. 
Right on. Well, as we uh, tie tie a bow off on the hour. Um, oh yeah, it has been an hour. Uh, I, it's so funny. I think everything we talk about could be its own special episode. Um, I, I think that's the beauty of it too, because don't you aren't you supposed to always leave them wanting more? That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. We never reach a conclusion. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Have a great day, America and the world. All right, man. Later. All right. Take it easy.